Blog Talk Radio. Blingy greetings. It's your Bling International Diva, confident Miss Bling. And today we're going to interview, well, we're, well, yeah, it's like you guys are interviewing with me because you send messages during the show asking to ask these things that come up out of your heads or whatever. But <laughs> you are going to hear Jules Nobles on the show live with me. So make sure um, you are listening, 347-989-1645. Go ahead and log on so that you can hear this bling exclusive interview with us live, okay? Um, I am chilling in the bling lab, and it's, it's like 90-something outside. I don't want to be out there. I'm not going out there. So I'm in the air, bling in the airwaves, and Jules is on the line right now. Hold on one second. Let's get her on. Hello. Hi. Hey, Jules. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? I am great. I am great. I was just talking about the weather um, here in Alabama. Oh, it's hot. It's, sheesh, it's scorching. Where are you? <laughs> I'm in New York, but it's very hot and very humid, and it just began to rain as I was um, getting the call put through. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's never good. <laughs> no, unless you're off, and then you can just like lay around like a lazy cat, you know. Okay, I hear an echo. Okay. Hmm. Okay. That. Okay. <laughs> that okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. That is. Okay, so uh, we're gonna get into a little bit about. Well, everything about what you do. Let's talk about where you're from. Uh, I see you always post, uh, well, on your page is posted as you're the new Mississippian. So um, tell us about that, where that came from. That just came from the, the mere fact that people don't or haven't been able to come to terms with any ideation of Mississippi other than what the media and what history has um, authored it to be. So it's just a, gotcha. a kind of a tongue-in-cheek way of me saying things change, people th- people change, um, ideas change, and just like evolution of even man, you know, there has to be an anomaly somewhere. So here I am. Right, right. And, and interesting enough to say, that's what people say about Alabama. I'm originally from Chicago, but people have oh, things I can to say tell. about. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I can. I... <laughs> cool, cool, and it, it's it's crazy because you know people stereotype um, Alabama like oh it's the country and it's all cows and and horses and stuff like that. Like I don't say like deep. In the country, I'm in Huntsville, so it's the Rocket City. So I guess I chose a great place to come to because it's it's actually awesome here. But you're in New York now, so tell us about life in New York. It's different from Mississippi, obviously. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yes. very much so a place that prepares you for the worst, and it will it will bring out the best in you given the right circumstances. Um, It builds character 
It increases whatever hunger you have for whatever passion that's driving you. It it's very aggressive, so it it, it teaches you planning. Because if you're not prepared okay. in this city, you just—it's a, a miserable city. If you're—if you're not a person who has a goal or a series of goals in mind, and you're able to be flexible, it definitely teaches you flexibility um, and and control. Because um, you have to have all of that to be here and be thriving. So I could go right. on and on about how it is. I like it a lot for those reasons. There are some reasons I don't like it. I mean. I'm not accustomed to not having a car, so that's that's weird. <laughs> so okay, um, and then I'm not accustomed to um, the more jaded type of disposition. You know, in the South, how people are, you can you can pass by them ten times in one day, they're gonna say hey, and ten ten times. So <laughs> uh, it's different to be here to be here, and people just kind of like are. Withdraw, you know, kind of withdrawn and really standoffish and really introverted, where, whereas they may not really be, but that's the persona, you know. So those are some okay. things I don't really like about it. You know, that's neither here nor there because that's not why I'm here. It's just it's just right. a matter of fact um, observation. Yes, I've observed that myself. Um, I've been to New York <laughs> maybe four or five times, and I have observed that. They, uh, and they can tell when you're not from there. Yes, they can definitely tell when you're not fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so um, mm-hmm. let's get a bit into a bit more into all about jewels. Um, one of the things that I did find out about you was that uh, you got your love of the stage from competing in beauty pageants. How was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love pageants. I, I think for my age group at the time, it did a lot of, confidence building and it did ignite a competitive edge that can't be um it can't be quenched i think i'm always going to be have that competitiveness about me um so okay i i definitely find that pageantry built some confidence where academics didn't my my high school was very very academic driven they didn't really place a lot of emphasis on the arts so for me, I needed to have A's in everything from from trigonometry to geometry to AP calculus to a, uh, AP English literature, anything that was going to make me smart <laughs> and make me a, okay. a, a really competent, contributing, upstanding, tax-paying citizen. Yes, my school was, was <laughs> for that. But for somebody, <laughs> for somebody to just be an artist or a painter or an actress, that was, what? What do you want to do? <laughs> so, so, right. so not at all. So pageantry was my way of finding that artistry. Um, and definitely being girly, I'm very extremely feminine. So uh, that was my way of okay. exploring that feminine side. I got to know myself as a girl. So Yeah, pageantry when you're is in awesome. A- classes you're sitting with guys and girls so you don't really get to have that individual individualistic perspective on because a square is a square no matter whether you're a girl or a boy <laughs> right so um, okay, yeah. okay okay and then um let's talk about how you went from the stage to acting 
when oh, yeah. um, when did you start acting? I started acting, I want to say 2009, uh, a, a stage play in Mississippi, and I did um, an extra role in that particular production. And from there, I just really found something that I liked doing that um, created just an environment for me to enjoy it so much that I wanted to do it for free. <laughs> so okay, here we are. <laughs> cool, cool. And so, name some. Of, tell us some of the um, productions that you were actually in, um, as far as plays and even now movies, right? Yeah. So, from Revenge was the very first stage play that I was referring to in Mississippi, and then from there, I've only done one other stage play, which is. A little unfortunate because I really love stage. I really love theater. And I was one of those actresses that didn't know anything when I uttered the words, oh, I don't like theater. I think that's a little extreme. I didn't really (laughs) understand the dynamics (laughs) at that time at all. I was like, ugh, I'd rather do TV. But there's nothing like theater and nothing like being on the stage and having that type of experience with your audience who came out to see you and they took real time out of their day, not like a movie where you can go in and get popcorn and come back and still follow what's going on. And I'm sure you could do that in the theater as well, but it's just something really beautiful about someone coming out to see you. (laughs) It is. It's like 3D. Uh, But to finish it. Yes, it's, it's live. There's nothing more real than that, and, and the human element is there. You can you can almost feel as if you can touch what's going on and change what's going on depending on what your, um, how deep you get into, you know, the characters and what's going on. But um, to answer your question fully, though, the, the other stage play that I did was a, um, was really my debut, if you will, for me being an actress on stage because um, in um, the stage play, it was written by um, Cassandra Powell. She was pretty much, you know, very innovative in her way of presenting this story, but she wanted to have new faces, but she wanted to be sure that they were going to deliver, and she gave me a chance. I had never been in a stage play and led anything, so she, she, I really, really okay. can never say thank you enough for giving me a chance to um, to, to do um, Storyville Blues is the name of the play, and it's a, an original by Yellow Dream Productions. But Cassandra was and always will be some person that I can refer to as uh, she's a she's a creative person from her core. Oh my gosh! But it was a very much indie pleasure working with her. But that was my my stage play, which went from the 14th Street Playhouse downtown Atlanta to um, Off-Broadway in New York last summer in June. So that was a very wow. fulfilling experience for me, a brand-new actor. Cool, cool, cool. That sounds very fun. That sounds very fun. Um, mm-hmm. So tell me about some of your most memorable moments um, during this play. Oh, I have so many. <laughs> but the character, I can start with her. Her name was Adele. Okay. She, she was. She, it was. I like the story because it, it highlights that light skin versus dark skin phenomenon that is just very vicious and very cyclical in our African history. But yes, I was very pleased that she brought that to the forefront 
I had the pleasure of playing the light-skinned person who was just very consumed by that privilege in a white America that you can have when you resemble the blending of cultures and blending of races. So she was a Creole person who okay. had been obviously mixed. Uh, her mother was a white individual, her father was a black individual, and she pretty much had that privilege in the brothel that they lived in. But the, some of the most memorable moments was when she would go out of her way to attract the attention of men because that was what she what moved her. I mean, that was what was her driving force was just the attention of men, and she knew that she could control them with, with just, you know, a wink or whatever. But she was just very, very extreme in her measures. Another um, okay. a pivotal moment for me as an artist was Cassandra gave us the opportunity to do spoken word in this play. And that was my very first time doing spoken word, and I'm very highly interested in, in it uh, forthcoming. But she okay. had this 15-page, I'm kidding, but it looked like 15 pages <laughs> of words. I'm like, oh, my God, how could I remember all this stuff? But it was very <laughs> much so a moment where it defined my uh, commitment to the piece and my understanding of her as an artist and as a writer. And when I was on stage, I remember just crying so hard. Oh, my God, this girl was so broken inside. No matter how beautiful she was and how many men was breaking out a door to get her over the dark-skinned girl, she was just messed up. <laughs> so, wow. Um, that was, yes, one of the most memorable parts was during my spoken word part. And you're standing there and everything's dark around, so you can't see the audience, and it's just you and this light that they give you to highlight you and, and create this dramatic present and oh my gosh I delved in so deep with her one, that when we actually did it at the 14th Street Playhouse before we got started I prayed number one and then I talked to Adele within myself and I thought I've she is so much a part of me there's so much about her that parallels my life and I just want to be loved people just want to be loved that's all she wants and because right. she's being loved but for the reason she's so broken and so fragile so those were and I cried oh my gosh even before the play started out nobody knows this because I was sitting there alone but I cried so hard I was like oh yeah and then I got it together so they started music and nobody knew I was just falling behind the doors like I just love her Adele will forever live with me I love her wow sounds like a cousin or you know best friend or twin but exactly <laughs> cool. oh my gosh i was i don't know and i've i've heard of people getting way in deep with characters and then having you know this um very spiritual moment i imagine that's what you would call it but if yeah. that's the way i have to describe it, it was my relationship to that character i'll never forget her wow Wow, and that that's something that I spoke with um, someone else that, that did stage plays a whole lot. But she was telling me that, you know, that person becomes you. Um, and it may carry over even outside of the play, like ah, maybe a month later yes. or something like that. Yeah, so that's pretty, pretty, very, very interesting. I think I agree. The reason I agree with that is because it 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 it, it awakens or either it it opens discoveries for parts of yourself that you didn't 
not recognize or you didn't even know. So there were parts mm-hmm. of me that I thought were way intact, and then finding out that they weren't was it was a disturbing process for a moment because I was like, well, this is the way I think about stuff. And you telling me people thought about this like this in 1920? So, you know, I had to evaluate whether that was something that I was happy with and it was conducive to what I was doing or whether it was something I needed to change. Hmm. Wow. That's amazing. That's definitely amazing. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's just amazing because I, I know, like, reading those lines and then just being in front of these people, it's its a life-changing thing. Everybody can't do it. So it's great that you uh. have to, to do it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I enjoy it. Let me tell you. Yes, yes, that's amazing. So you went from you went from the stage, and now you're on the big screen. So let's talk about movies. Um, yeah. When did you start yeah, okay. the movies? I started movies after I did a web series, which was an independent web series, but it was the most fun because <laughs> we had no money <laughs> and we were but none of us knew what we were doing and we just <laughs> did this web series and it was fun and again just very amateur but when I look at the clips online cause some of them are still posted I crack okay. up and I want to look at them because I think to myself like I was terrible and I'm still a work in progress but Jesus <laughs> the widow can take it <laughs> I was terrible girl like, looking near the camera and it was just bad but um, my first film <laughs> was terrible. I did was called A Family on Edge by Sensational Films, and the producer was Bruce Locke, and he is uh, okay. from Pennington, Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, as well. But he just he just is a very he's one of those he's he I can see him being. Uh, in film, what he was in music, and what I'm sure he probably still is doing, I just haven't kept up with his music side. Is he's a producer by nature? Like he's going to create movies that you know have, bring different ideas to the forefront as well. Some similar to Cassandra Powell, but on, but on screen. The fam the film was called A Family on Edge, and I was um, the leading person that was again just a real messed up chick. And I I I I, I <laughs> I I, I I say that in a way that if I'm watching the movie, that's what I would think. Playing the character, it doesn't matter to me, you know, what okay. what her behavior is like. I enjoy playing it. And it it's that freedom of, of playing a character and not really judging what they're doing because that's who they are. And we don't judge ourselves day to day when we go, I'm going to eat this donut. I don't care if I am juicing. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> so, the analogy. You know, those choices we make. <laughs> so, um, you know, those choices we make and we don't I mean, your conscience plays on it, but when you're eating a donut is is dissipated. You you eat the donut and you enjoy it and then you think about it later. So that's the that's right. the, the the art of life. That's the way life goes. So when I play a character, I if I say she's messed up, that's what I think if I were to see this and from a consumer standpoint, but playing the character, she was torn between two brothers. Who does that? Oh, gosh. But, um, yes, yes. See, you know what I'm 
saying? Like, come on. But, you know, in playing it, they were both very handsome. You know, they both bought what I wanted to the table, and one provided what the other one didn't. So, hey, hey. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, Interesting. It, yeah. Where can yeah. we find this movie? It sounds like it's a a, a nice drama. <laughs> it's definitely a drama, and it is it is um kind of um it's one of those movies where the um, post production was a little bit more prolonged than than what we imagined it to be. So um, I want to okay. say that the the release is still pending, but Okay. For anybody and everybody who knows me, they know I post everything about my journey that will help them follow what I'm doing. So if people just stay tuned, I will promise you that I'll post as soon as it's on Netflix or wherever they're planning to release it. Definitely, definitely. Okay, cool, cool. And what's the name of it again? Um, it's called A Family on Edge. Okay. By Sensational Film, yeah. Got it, got it. Sounds like that's going to be a nice little piece, nice piece. Um, now let's get into the day in the life of Jules. When you're outside of entertainment, because you are a nurse as well, right? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that one more time for me? Sure. I, I said um, in the day in the life of Jules, outside of entertainment, let's talk about that. You are a nurse, right? I am a nurse. So from like it's like day you're the nurse, and night you're the the actress. How do you balance those two things? Because I know it's a big responsibility um, to be a nurse. Yeah, it is, especially critical care or emergency department, and um, that's what I do currently. But yeah, okay. it's, it's 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 a balance that over time and and I sometimes look at it from a comprehensive standpoint. So I go, you know, what is my end game with nursing? What is my end game with with acting? Where do I see myself with both? And that helps me determine certain things. And then sometimes okay. I look at it from more of a short term um, perspective, and I go, so today. I need five hours of sleep, but I need to be on this radio interview. <laughs> so I have to work this out. So it's yeah. really it's really it's really prioritizing, planning and 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 being specific, you know, creating specific boundaries. So I'm only gonna facilitate time to watch T V when there's something very interesting on. So I can't watch TV all the time or I can't stay up on scandal or anything like that. Like that and and for and that's personally for me, that's definitely not a, a, a judgment of what any other actress does. But for me I, right. I my time is so divvied up between nursing, which is very um demanding and the hours are twelve. So it's it's you know, my energy management and time management is important. So Okay. You know, so, and for me as would go like, yeah, you sleep when you die. Uh, I, I imagine that's true in a certain phase. Right now, for me to stay young looking and <laughs> not look like bad, <laughs> I need to sleep. 
<laughs> so yes. um, I, you know, I'm just not going to have to do like Kanye and not smile, okay? I'm going to be smiling and still not have lines around my mouth. Thank you. Did you see that commercial where he was like, I mean, it was like a video where he was just like sitting in, in like the audience and he's like cracking up smiling and the next thing he just like drops his cheek. <laughs> yes, I saw it. Stop. Stop. Go get you a nap. Go take a nap. <laughs> you need a nap. Yeah, he did. He went, yeah. he's, he's so funny. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I, I just ha- – and everybody has their way of doing it. So, for him, you know, to say whatever, then he does that. But for me, I'm going to get some sleep and I'm going to drink some water and have a donut every now and then, even when I'm juicing, and I'm going to get on this call and make it happen. <laughs> right. And on to the next opportunity because – you know, being on this call, somebody's going to see it and go, hey, playing radio, I'm going to tune in. And then, you know, that's going to create another opportunity for me. So I, that's, that's the way I'm in. I, tr- I just try to make sure that my ca- – and my calendar is my lifesaver. And, oh, I cannot leave out Brandon Adams. So okay, I get, I get to this point where I feel like I need help. And I am the most – known for recognizing when I need help. Oh, my gosh. I'm not that person that would be like, oh, yeah, I can take care of it. I can handle it. No. I will pay somebody to do the job that they do best because I'm not a PR person and I'm not plugged in places where he is. So guess what? Here's here's some money and do what you do, and I will do my part, be on the call. I will show up. I will be dressed. I will have sleep. I will smile and, you know, all of that stuff. <laughs> so, that's another way that I've been able to accommodate appointments is, you know, having Brandon to say, oh, you know, you had that call. And then today I woke up at, like, 6, and I saw your tweet, and I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, everybody, please follow this lady. She's so sweet. I've, I've um, followed oh, your that. post, so when I woke yeah, I had I had a co- I had your um your tweet on my screen, and it said, yeah, tune in at 530. I was like, oh, my God, it's 6 o'clock. And then I called Brandon and like a frenzy. He's like, "Yeah, she's in Alabama." I was like, "Oh, oh, because I'm from Mississippi." So yeah, we, yeah, that made sense. But yeah, he's definitely the orchestrator of a lot of my appearances and time management and appointments and you know callbacks and all this other stuff. So it's definitely knowing what you need and and how to make it happen and putting those people and and things in place to make it happen. Got it. Got it. It's always great to have good PR. Yes, yes. Just having oh, yeah. that point. Shout out to Brandon. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, it's yes, amazing. Major. It's amazing how good PR. <laughs> major girl, because I could do a whole another show on PR. Good and the bad and the ugly. That's a whole another yes, show. But I imagine. Thank, thankfully, yeah. I can only comment on the. Good Hey, I don't yeah. have any bad or ugly. <laughs> so, for you all listening, this is my moment of um, contribution to my team. If you need PR, A Miracle Marketing, it's at A Miracle Marketing on Twitter, and it's Brandon Adams for contact person. Thank you. <laughs> great, great. And we're, we're, cl- we're getting ready to close out. We have only a couple of minutes left. 
But um, I want you to go ahead. Well, after I ask you this question, then I want you to go ahead and give your information on how people can reach you. The classic question that I ask everybody that ever bling my airwaves is, if it's anything that you could think of that you would want me to bling out for you, I bling any and everything. But if it's one thing that you could think of that you would want me to bling for you, what would it be? It would be the importance of, and and me being on the show, <clears throat> to bring awareness to current events because uh, I feel that it's a responsibility of every artist, especially the higher you climb on a platform of exposure and um, popularity. It's it's our responsibility to bring ideas and opinions and attitudes toward current events into, you know, the forefront. You know, there's, there's you know, divided opinions about a lot of things, but with the recent events in Charleston, I have to say that I would like for you to bling out that at the end of every day, we are all humans, and we Got all it. want and need the same And no matter how your outer appearance looks, no matter where you're from, no matter what your economical status is or your social status is, we have to build each other up. Anything that's yes. divided is never going to reach its pretentiousness. You know, we have the propensity to judge because we're human and we see things through our worldviews. But the 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 way to overcome um, a lot of the things that are happening is, and I agree that it is love, but I do also want to have, from me being on the show, you bling out accountability because I think that it's 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 slipping away. Accountability is so much slipping away, and and a, yes. a lot of times it gets misinterpreted as judgment. So I yes. do want people to understand, as a, as an adult, you then assume the role of an an accountable individual, and it doesn't always mean that um, it's a judgment call against you. So, Great. Great. Will do. Yeah. Definitely. It's very important. Very important. And um, God made you say that to me today. (laughs) That was from the spirit, honey. You have... No idea, okay? That was from the spirit because I've I've been on a, a you, no thank you thank you because I I say it accountability <laughs> and then it got I got slapped in the face with it and I'm not taking it personal I'm taking it to heart because oh I yes. am I, I grew up in a house where my mom was my mom always gave me the notion of don't look down on people like that don't that's just not. You know, don't do that. But you do need to hold people accountable, and you need to be accountable because what people right. won't do is take advice from someone who's failing in the area that they're offering advice in. And what people normally do is give away the advice that they need for themselves. And I've done it, and I do it, and I ask for help and strength in those areas. So that's why I want for you, after I'm on your show, to please pass that along, accountability. Got it. I'm looking at my boxing gloves right now, uh, not to fight you, but <laughs> but um, 
yeah, I I got to get back in the gym, and I said Monday I was going to go uh, sign up for the gym. I already got my free passes, so I was like, Monday, Monday, Monday is the day. I don't know why we say Monday, because it's like Sunday is the new day for the week, but Monday. So I'm going to start today. How about I'm going to start again at home uh, with my boxing gloves and my kettlebell, and then I'm going to go to the Y for a couple of weeks. I just kind of want to try them out, and then it's another place. So i got a plan, but you, you just you punched me. So, okay. I love Accountability it. And the reason it I say that is because quickly, you when you speak it into the universe, that seals your accountability. So then that that is added to your journey, and you know subconsciously that this is what you are, that this is what would make your situation more promising. It would add to your purpose yes. if you walk in that. Because you spoke it out, Girl. now you're accountable. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Girl, okay, wait, come on, like, okay, she just gonna keep on going, right? And it's it's all about my journey. If if you go to the hashtag Confident Lifestyle Journey, you will see why I said this. I'm gonna tag you on one of the posts. Okay. You can go to it just to see Please. what I'm talking about. Please. I am accountable for saving lives, okay? And I have yes. my own personal yes. stuff going on, but I'm back, so that's it. I'm yes. done. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm here to co-sign fully and thoroughly. Yes. yes. You did I love it. it. I love the fact that if if my prayer is ever answered, it's for me to do moments like this where I, there's something awakened in myself and then it ignites whatever I, I just heard you say and it ignites that in you and then you take it and you do it a hundredfold. Yes. Yes, and it will be. Yeah, I love it. It it will be and um just amazing, just amazing. I want you to um go ahead and let people know how they can reach out to you on social media. Okay, so my website is nicely designed by Kate uh Kojo Tate and Tate Brand Media. It's www.julesnobles.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter is at one Jules Noble, so it's the number one Jules Nobles. Everything else is just my name. So Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Um, I think that's all I have. <laughs> that's enough. Jeez, but yeah. So if you Girl, just, um, or <clears throat> or you can reach out to A Miracle Marketing for any of your booking, um, hosting. Um, actually, hosting Fashion Week Brooklyn this weekend in Brooklyn, New York, and then in September cool. I'll be hosting Jersey. City Fashion Week in in New Jersey. So hosting is something that I'm coming into, but acting is is my first love. So definitely, I look forward to working with many of you. <clears throat> cool, cool. Well, I'm about to get a, be accountable for uh, my actions. <laughs> now that I'm done <laughs> blinging the airways with jewels, okay? She just. I can't keep my eyes off of these boxing gloves now. So I'm going to have to take a picture and tag you in it. Like, yeah, I'm being accountable today with sweat all over my face. Yes. Yes. Yes, please. I'm mad at you in a good way. You don't even understand. I love it. That's the way God works. I I do it all the time. Cool, cool. This is the first Sunday this year that I've scheduled a show. So I know this was divine. Okay, I know this is divine. It feels fine. Yes. Well, I'll be keeping you up on my progress, and you keep in touch and let me know 
um, you know, upcoming and current events, and let us know when that movie come out. You got to come back and tell us about that. Definitely. Definitely, and I want right. people that will follow. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You have the, you enjoy the rest of your day. Um, you. I'm going to go ahead and, I will, I'm going to punch some walls right now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, girl, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Blessings to okay. you. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, that was such an amazing interview with Jules Noble. Thank you so much for blinking the airwaves with me. Make sure that you do come back and let us know what's going on with you. Accountability, accountability. I am blinking out accountability. She just sparked something else with me with that, too, so... Yeah, thank you. Divine. It was just divine, and I'm so thankful and grateful for that moment that we just had live on the show. Only here. Only here you can have moments like these. So, yes, blingradioshow.com, blingradioshow at gmail.com, Instagram, Facebook. Well, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at blingradioshow. And my main, main Facebook page is... Miss Bling, M-I-S-S Bling, so facebook.com forward slash Miss Bling. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Same time, same place, same voice, same face. Tomorrow we have Raymond French from NASA. Yes, he will be on the show, Blinging the Airways with me live. So thank you, Jules, and I will talk to you all later. Hope you enjoyed the show, Bling Radio.